Imagine not knowing what your income would be each week. Financial planning would be a nightmare. More than 90% of Vision's income is free will donations. When supporters commit to monthly giving, it provides greater certainty when budgeting for regular expenses and weighing up new opportunities that arise. And knowing we can rely on regular monthly gifts takes some guesswork out of operating a faith ministry. Monthly givers who share our mission are called Visionary Extra Mile Partners. And right now, you are invited to join this growing group of faithful supporters. The amount of your tax-deductible monthly gift is completely up to you. But what is most important is knowing that you are standing with us to reach Australia with the gospel. To become a Visionary Extra Mile partner, click the banner in the Vision app or go to vision.org.au slash extra mile. It only takes a few minutes, but will have an eternal impact. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Yeah, we all get angry some days. We do. And God gets angry too. Now, He loves us with the most amazing love. He's very slow to anger. But He does get angry. He does. So what does that have to do with Easter? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be with you again, as today we take another look at Easter from a different perspective. If you've been with us on the program earlier this week, you'll know that with Easter almost upon us, we've been taking a look at Easter from a different perspective, through its origins. No, not chocolate Easter eggs and bunnies, and not even the very first Easter a couple of thousand years ago, but even further back than that, to what's called the Passover, that time when Israel were freed from slavery in Egypt around 1270 BC through a series of amazing miracles. Well, they were amazing if you were an Israelite, but if you were an Egyptian, you would have called them plagues, terrible plagues, locusts and frogs and diseases, and of course the very last one, the tenth one, the death of the firstborn in every Egyptian household and every Egyptian flock. We saw yesterday how the Israelites were spared this scourge, and it was this horrible punishment of the Egyptians that finally caused Pharaoh to say to Moses, all right, you lot, get out of here. I can't take this anymore. For the Israelites, it was an amazing blessing. They were spared from the scourge because they'd painted the blood of a lamb on their doorposts, and so the punishment passed over them. Just like when you and I put our faith in the blood of the lamb, the lamb of God, Jesus, who died for our sins, the punishment passes over us. But what about this whole Passover thing from the Egyptian perspective? Wasn't such a blessing if you were an Egyptian. And as I said on the program yesterday, this deadly punishment is something that I struggle with every time I read it. Have a listen again. This is the record from the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, chapter 12. At midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the prisoner who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the livestock. Pharaoh arose in the night, he and all his officials and all the Egyptians, and there was a loud cry in Egypt, for there was not a house without someone dead. God took not only Pharaoh's firstborn, but right down to the prisoner in the dungeon, his firstborn as well, and the firstborn of all the livestock. This was extreme punishment. 
And it just doesn't sit very well with the notion of a loving God. And I'd love to be able to sit here and say, well, actually, you know, God would never do that. But he did, and he does. And there's a reason for that, and if I don't share that with you, then I'm just not doing my job. Most of us don't respond well to threats of punishment. Most of us want to be wooed and convinced to fall in love with God, and that's good, and that's how I fell in love with him. But there's another part to God, this this God of amazing love that comes out of his profound sense of justice, his profound sense of right and wrong. It's this, God is God. He is the one God, the living God, the God who made the heavens and the earth and everything that's in them. They are all made by him for his good pleasure. And he puts you and me in the middle of all that so that we can enjoy not just his creation, but him, God himself. The problem is that all of us at some time have turned our backs on him, and he calls that sin, missing the whole point of what God's up to in creating this amazing universe. Like Pharaoh, we heard the word of God as as Pharaoh heard it through Moses and Aaron, but Pharaoh hardened his heart and refused to yield to God. So he suffered the punishment and all his people with him. And that happens to you and me too. That's the other side of God, the just side of God the holy side that executes judgment on those that deserve it. Listen to this from Jesus himself in Matthew chapter 13. The Son of Man, that's Jesus, will send his angels and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and evildoers. And they will throw them into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Let anyone with ears listen. Jesus doesn't mince his words. And the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Roman church makes it really clear, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and wickedness of those who by their wickedness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. Ever since the creation of the world, his eternal power and his divine nature, invisible though they are, have been understood and seen through the things he's made. So we are without excuse, for though they knew God, they didn't honour him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their senseless minds were darkened. Take a look around. The fact that there is a God is so obvious. Now heading into Easter, most of us are looking forward to a bit of extra chocolate and maybe a long weekend and a rest and maybe, maybe a church service. The last thing we want to hear is some, some guy on the radio threatening us? Hmm, I, I know that. And here's the thing. I don't want you to think I'm threatening anyone. I'm not here to bludgeon you over the head or twist your arm or drag you kicking and screaming into some church service. None of those things. I'm here to do two things. The first is, is to lay the facts plainly before you, plain as day. God is love. The love of God is a fact. And God's judgment is a fact. And it's a fact that one day each one of us, you and I, will stand before him and be judged. And those who believe in Jesus, the Jesus of Easter, the Easter that we're about to celebrate, the Jesus of the Passover that we've been talking about this week, those who believe in him, who put their faith in him, they will be saved. But those who don't will burn for eternity in hell. I I can't put it any plainer than that. 
And the second thing that I'm here to do today is to plead with you. Because I do not want you on that day to be the sinner in the hands of an angry God. I do not want an eternity of punishment for you in hell. I don't want to see that for you. Now, there are some who'll be sitting there listening, poo-hooing what I'm saying. I'll get real. This is the 21st century. We're not living in medieval times. If that's you, you're a big boy, you're a big girl, that's your decision. But again, I plead with you. God isn't just a God of love. He is also a God of justice. That's what the Passover was about. He passed over his chosen people, the ones who painted the blood of the Lamb on their doorposts in faith, and he judged and punished the others. That's what will happen to you and me one day. Either we'll have put our faith in the blood of the Lamb, Jesus, who was crucified for you and me, and will be passed over, or we won't, and we won't be passed over. We can be passed over when we do just one thing, just one thing, Put our faith in Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, as John the Baptist called him, who died to take away the sins of the world. When we put our faith in him, when we believe that we are forgiven because of his death and his resurrection, when we put our lives in his hands, we're forgiven. We're set free. We're passed over. That's it. And if we don't, we aren't. And that's it too. I plead with you today to put your faith in Jesus Christ and let your sins be forgiven so that the punishment will pass you over. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.